The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, is brought to you by, well, of course, you. If you want to learn more about how you can support the show, go to patreon.com slash the arena underscore podcast. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. Hey everyone, welcome into the arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast. This is episode 113. I'm your host, Expat, along with my co-hosts, Burley of Burleyman Gaming and Turnbase Carl. Carl, how many snowmen have you made outside uh in nah. the Buffalo area recently? Well, I didn't make a snowman, but but the uh place yeah. next door built a, a wall of snow that's that goes as high as like my second floor window. Amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that, it's a big parking lot that they cleared out. So you know, so wow. wow. So you're on the other side of the wall. So yeah. does that mean uh-huh. you're you're a wildling? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and you <laughs> will not be experiencing any droughts for the foreseeable future, I would think. Yeah. With all this snow. <laughs> Grab some snow and melt it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Burley, how you doing, man? Uh, how was that? Uh, uh, how was the the hammer and the unboxing of the uh, God of War Ragnarok uh, collector's oh. edition? Yeah. Oh, that was a lot of fun, but that was a freaking lot of work. I had a giant Amazon box to unbox, uh-huh. and I had the one box uh-huh. over the box, then the <laughs> Sony sleeve box. And like, I had so many fucking boxes just to get. That's why we did this as a short because yeah. you guys would have seen me ten minutes just opening fucking boxes as like. No one wants to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how how are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, my my son, he's been uh, home for the past few days, so uh, yeah, and uh, he's all he's watching the the World Cup, of course. You know, Japan, uh, they upset Germany, which I was I was surprised at. But uh, and uh, tomorrow they play. I think they play Spain tomorrow. So Ooh. not an easy task. I mean, their their group is pretty pretty uh pretty strong so uh and then for the united states you know they 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 drew with wales and with england so yeah i mean the world cup is really popular out here in japan obviously you know uh soccer is very popular out here so uh yeah a lot of people are going to be tuning in tomorrow i think it's 7 p.m our time here in japan that uh, japan plays spain i think it is uh so it's yeah a lot a lot of the country will be watching it tomorrow. So, yeah. So, but anyway, this podcast is not about soccer. It's about gaming, obviously. No. And so we're going to be talking about, <laughs> we're going to be talking about uh, the Golden Joystick Awards. Those were, uh, of course, announced. Uh, we're going to be talking more about Sony complaining about the Microsoft deal with Activision Blizzard. Uh, of course, more came up this week, you know, as they continue to whine and complain about uh, the deal possibly going through uh god of war ragnarok uh we're going to be talking about that as well um and of course the games that are coming out in december which is our topic of the show we're going to be talking about that but before we get into what we've been playing this past week here's a brief word about where you can find the podcast 
Before the crew discuss what they have been playing, this episode of The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, in audio and video formats, will be going to Patreon in early access for one day after being recorded. So if you would like to support the show and become a patron at the entry tier one level at $1 per month and get early access to every episode in audio and video formats, exclusive post-show content in video format when recorded, as well as watch or listen ad-free, please visit patreon.com slash the arena underscore podcast for further details. Weekly on Sundays, the podcast will be uploaded to all free podcast services, where you can find us on any podcast app for iOS or Android, and in video format on our YouTube channel, The Arena Productions. For the audio version, just download your favorite podcast app and search for The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, subscribe, follow us, post a review and leave us questions, comments, and feedback if you like, if that feature is available there, and spread the word about the podcast. We also have a Discord called The Arena Podcast, where you can join and chat with the Arena Podcast community, and the podcast audio website is at thearenapodcast.podbean.com, where you can follow us and leave questions and comments as well. For all information regarding the podcast and our entertainment and pop culture-related content, along with our blog and forums, visit the official website of The Arena Productions at www.thearenaproductions.com. Finally, you can also follow us on Twitter at The Arena, A-M-P-G-N-P, as well as on Instagram at The Arena underscore podcast. Now, back to the show. Okay, guys, uh, just briefly, uh, I'm still playing Ragnarok. Um, God of War Ragnarok. It's it's really fun. Um, yeah, just uh, the uh, Atreus. He's he's really interesting in this game. Uh, you know how he's more of kind of like a teenager. Like I said in last uh, in the last episode, I think. But uh, yeah, I'm going to the different realms. Uh, it's really fun, really exciting, uh, and uh, the combat is uh, you know still kind of similar to the first game in 2018, but. Yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, so that's that's it. that's it for me. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I'm still playing God of War Ragnarok. Carl, how about you? What have you been playing, man? Uh, yeah, I'm getting my way through Pentiment right now. Okay, still playing Pentiment. Yeah. yeah, I'm in I'm in Act Three, which is the last act. Oh, okay, I got I got a good good amount of time into. It. I think I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. I'm at I'm at the stage where um I kind of I kind of just want to get through it. I just want to go back to uh, Persona Five. Uh, see, that, oh, you don't want to go back to Monkey Island and it's eighty hours? <laughs> no, no, that's yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> that I like Persona Five like, Royale addiction. It's yeah. it's kicking in. You want to get back into it? Yeah. I, I, I want to get back to Shibuya. Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got into this more than than Monkey Island, but which I would still want to go back to, but. Um, Pentiment, uh, I'm at this point now where I don't like how Act 2 ended. Um, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the, the significant thing that happens at the end of Act 2, I just thought, like, there's a significant event and it's interesting, but then, like, something happens, I'm like, that's kind of dumb. And then going into Act 3, I'm just like, uh, like I don't want to, I want to, like, go on like this, but, like, this is where the story is now. And, and it's fine. Like, the, I feel like you're... Which, if you're you're gonna get out of this game a lot, if you really enjoy like the the way that the the town is like sort of a character, like there's a lot of uh, people in the town, and there's a lot of history about the town, and 
the way that through the time jumps in the, between the acts, the things change depending on pe- things you've said and choices you've made. Um, so if you could really get into like this character, all the characters in the town and like, you know, who they're, you know, which one of their family members died, you know, or, you know, who they ended up marrying and who their kids are, you know, as you go on, because it passes that many years. Um, and how their relationships are affected by the events that happened previously, you're going to get a lot out of it, right? If you, if you get deep into that and you like that, right? But there's not a lot of like, you know, there's no, there's, there's really like one big action thing that sort of happens and it's not an action game in any way, but like, as far as plot goes, there isn't a lot of like exciting, like, yeah, this is an interesting moment. You know, it's, it's very slow paced. Um, it started to feel kind of tedious after a while because it's just like, you get to the the flow of the game is really like, all right, you talk to everybody in town, right? You walk around every screen in town, talking to everybody before, before you do one of the couple options that will pass time because then you, you know, you're going to miss maybe talk to someone at a specific time, right. To say a specific thing or learn a specific thing. And that's kind of it. Like that's kind of all you do. And every once in a while, there's a little mini game here and there. I have a question not for you, many of them. <laughs> I have a question for you in this game. So you say there's three acts in this mm-hmm, game Yeah. between acts one and act three. How much of a time jump is there? I think one and two is seven years, if I remember correctly. And two and three is probably like, I don't know, 18 or 20. Wow. Okay. So it's a generational type. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I see. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. I'm probably around like a a seven or so out of 10. I don't understand the 10 out of 10s. I don't get it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because like, while it's really well made, I, I like the art style. The, the like attention to detail and like history mm-hmm. and the writing is all really good. But again, like, I think you, you have to really get into this type of story. There's not, or else it's not going to be that great for you. Okay. All right. Burley, any questions for Carl on, on Pentiment? No, uh, it's, it's something I do want to get to and, and eventually play, but I know it's yeah. one of those things like Carl, you want to get sucked into and it's like i've got 13 other games i'm i'm doing right now so it's like yeah if i can't put the full time into it Mm -hmm. i don't want to i don't want to dive in and get especially since this is a heavy kind of narrative game Mm -hmm. i don't want to play it and then come back a week or two and be like uh what the hell happened what did i do (laughs) what where am i at in the story yeah yeah, and that is sort of the thing is as you, I sort of forget who some of the people are. I'm like, oh, you're this person's kid. Okay, like I saw you, I saw you like a couple times as a kid, and you don't say anything interesting because they were kids. You know, that's the, the little kids become like adults and their characters. You know, and mm. so it's it's a little hard to keep track of a lot uh, all the people in it. Yeah. And then there also is a, a, a bit of an annoying thing. Like I thought it was cool at first, where like the influencing like the where you can actually like the thing box comes up and tells you these choices meant you were able to you know change this person's mind right but Mm -hmm. not often enough does it really i think let you know that the choices you're making matter in those cases and at first i was like oh that's kind of interesting like things i did just kind of like mattered and and then later it told me but now as more i play it i'm like 
but wait, like, I feel like I'm not making enough gaming choices, right? Like I'm just making choices and things are happening. And then like, cause like then act two, I failed like pretty much every chance to convince someone of something. Mm-hmm. And it's not, not because of like me making specific choices, just because like I made whatever choices I wanted to make. I wasn't trying to like do anything. So it's like, once it said like, oh, you couldn't convince this person. I was like, ah, well that sucks. And then again and again, it's like, well, I guess I'm not able to do anything I want. I'll just let the story go the direction it's going to go because of the choices I made. I'm like, all right, I guess like, it's yeah. a bit annoying. There, there is some a bit of like, so you have choices, and this is the last thing I'll say. So keep going on. But this, it is interesting. They don't do it enough. Is you have choices in your box, and then underneath the box, there's like a sort of like a, like a bubble box, right? That's like your thoughts. And if you click on that, it, it's like you're talking to yourself, working out like, all right, I know this about this person, and if I say this, that might that might be bad that might be good they might like this or that and it's sort of cluing you into like this choice is important and why you might make this choice and what it might mean right but they don't do that often enough so i'm like all right i know this is important but then when you get to the thing that says why you failed i'm like no it didn't didn't prompt me for all of those just you know one or one or two this this game seems to me like it would be perfect for a shrink (laughs) like or somebody into psychology you know like a you know human and or child psychology you know trying to figure out okay uh you know what is this person like what is he gonna say or you know uh if i say this to that this particular person how are they going to respond yeah 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 yeah. there's not a lot of that but you know there's a little in your mind so anyway burley what have you been playing well, uh, we've got we've got a few different games. I'm going to start with the smaller stuff. I've put time. Uh, I end up uh, picking up uh, Modern Warfare Two. Oh, I've been actually playing the campaign on that. I'm I'm actually having fun. <laughs> Carl looks oh, like shaking why? his head. I'm like, well, why? Why would you spend the money? <laughs> uh, well, I had a gift card for a certain place that paid for most of it, mm-hmm. so it didn't cost me as much. So first thing, and I, I do like the campaign. I. I haven't played the online, but like the campaign's fun. They're still using the actual haptics on the controller, the dual sense, which is nice. And this is probably the last well, I should say this is the last one I've ever gonna buy because when the deal does go through, I will never have to buy these because they'll just eventually come onto Game Pass. So it was like <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um I keep I keep trudging away with Xenoblade Chronicles three. I'm now just got to the final chapter. Nice. And the story keeps just ramping, ramping up. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait to see how this game ends. I'm hoping okay. it does not end horribly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the big one, Pokemon Violet. I streamed the hell out of that game last through the week. Mm-hmm. 10, million, it... 10 million copies sold in the first three days. Of... Yeah, that's not, that's not surprising. Wow. The Pokemon fan base... Yep. And I just I, want to say a shout out to my son because he's playing Violet and he told me because I was telling him about what we were talking about on the podcast and on the morning show and everything and with all the bugs and all the technical issues and everything. He said, <laughs> well, he kind of joked with me first. He said, that's because it's on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> but, I mean, but he was saying, honestly, the, uh, you know, this iteration of Pokemon has the best story of any of the Pokemon iterations. 
So yeah. that's his that's his opinion on that. But uh, yeah. So well, th- this one I like. It does a lot of things. It took some stuff from Arceus that I really like. Being able to just I can rename my Pokemon, relearn my moves by will. I don't have to go to these stupid trainers grind. I don't have to go to these stupid guys grind heart scales and all this to relearn old moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It so that that is really nice not having that to do all that again mm. and taking stuff like that. But the the frame rate is horrible. Frame rate when it slows down is horrible. Graphics aren't bad. There are parts that look really good, and then there are the parts that look bad. But as you're walking around, you'll see the low res textures and all that. And as your son's comment, I don't think it's the switch necessarily because like people have many said on uh, like Xenoblade looks amazing and runs well on the switch. Mm-hmm. It's the engine. They've been mm-hmm. they've been la- like Game Freak has been lazy with this series mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. The, pr- the well, problem is before it, you go on, bro, I just want to say I think my son was just he was kind of joking in a sense. I mean, that's yeah. that's how my son is. So but anyway, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Game Freak's been lazy with this series, and unfortunately, us and I'm including I'm pointing at myself on this. We we all just go day in day one on this, mm-hmm. and it's it's mm-hmm. never gonna change. Yeah, uh, like I, they they're not gonna be forced to change. Like they would have only changed if Scarlet and Violet had tanked. Like yeah. if it it only sold like mm-hmm. a million. And they're, you know, they're projecting uh, yeah. 5 million. And it's like, do, you, do you think, look, at, let's say, for example, um, it doesn't sell well in the tail end, right? I mean, it should still continue to sell. But, like, the previous game sold, I think it was 20 million at least, right, copies yeah. at the end of its day. If this is less, right, do they look at that and be like, oh, what the hell? Like, we should be doing better, but we're not, or at least the same. I, 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 I don't think they care. To yeah. to be honest with you, because they had they put out two games this year. They put out Arceus and Ness. And and let, let let's be honest, anything else Game Freak does does not do well. Their main games do their other games besides Pokemon do not do well. They they never have reviewed well or sold well. Yeah. Uh, so it's like they they don't care. This thing is is yeah, they're that, sitting on money. They're, yeah, there's that ten million in three days. That that's a precursor to yeah. yeah. I, I watched I'm the just, Digital I'm... Foundry video showing like the the graphical stuff. I'm like, my god, it is. When you look at like some of the technical things that are happening in that game, it is worse than you even think. Like, like yeah. mount, textures yeah. on the mountains in the background are just like yeah, really yeah, old, yeah. repeated patterns that you'd have seen in like games from, like the you know, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard that. But I, I, I will, I will give it the one city when we eventually do the extra take. I really like they did a little nostalgia thing. They took the old school sprites from, uh, uh, that you would you'd see if you go into your party from the Game Boy games, from like uh, Gen One and Gen Two. They took the sprites and used the old sprites on the walls, yeah. of this building. So you saw the old sprites and they looked really, really cool and nice on there. I was like, that's a nice little nostalgia thing. Like cool. the whole open world and choosing your path, I like and hate because mm-hmm. it's just like you can go in one section. I'm going and I'm fighting level 30 Pokemon and I'm in the mid 30s. Mm-hmm. I kept going down a little farther. I got to level 51 Pokemon. So it was like, <laughs> what the hell the jump? Mm-hmm. And 
so that that's shocking. But like they, the one of the criticisms I had with Arceus was there were no trainers. I think there were like seven trainer battles in the whole thirty to forty hour campaign. This they've in, there's a lot more trainers, but the problem is is just most of them are one Pokemon or maybe two if you're lucky. And it's like no, no, you don't. You need to include more trainers. And you need to have them have more variety, have like at least three or four. Because it's just like I'm tired of like this just the trainers in this game seem like they were an afterthought. Yeah, I mean, because if they have just one Pokemon, you're just gonna smash them, no problem. Oh yeah. Well, especially yeah. like if you if you know your like this is an easy Pokemon game. If you know your type chart and you get certain Pokemon. Uh, one of the, especially one of the new ones, because I'm just using a whole team of all new ones. It, it is so easy. Like the one, uh, it has a version exclusive evolution for each game. It is broken as all hell because it has high attack, high speed, and a really good defense spot, uh, a stat, and it's good, good typings. So, I see. Cool. All righty. So those have been the, the games that uh, we've been playing this past week. So now let's go ahead and move on uh, to the weekly news beat. Uh, and then we're going to talk about our discussion article uh, after that, which kind of combines with the weekly news beat this week. So first up, obviously, Golden Joystick Awards were announced. The winners? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, what's really mad about? I don't even yeah. know. Well, he's gonna he's gonna say say what he's mad about uh, in a second or two. But of course, the uh, link to the article is there below for uh, Games Radar, so you can go and check that out. But uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about like our surprises and what you know we thought was obvious about these you know uh, winners. Um, for me, I think. What was a surprise was that God of War Ragnarok was like only in one or two categories here. One and category. One category. Ultimate game of the year. Ultimate game of the year, and that's it. But uh, yeah, I mean, Elden Ring, obviously, you know, is of course the ultimate game of the year, and it's a one in other categories too. Another, I think, uh, would be uh, another surprise, I should say, is the. Uh, uh, the voice actress from Immortality was chosen as the winner. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought that was a surprise, but, uh, you know, congratulations to her for that. Um, but I think it was also the uh, Xbox, uh, not Xbox, the, uh, what was it, uh, PC Game of the Year went to Return to Monkey Island, Carl. Yeah, <laughs> I was I like, a, I was, I was oh, like, I mean, yeah. I was mad because, like, you know, Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate Demon Hunter, yeah. but was a nominee. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's my game. Yeah. I yeah. want that to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> but when I look at this list, but I'm also like, I mean, I don't see how that game beat Total War Warhammer 3 or, or Hard Space Shipbreaker or Neon White. Like, those are all games that I saw people like talk a lot yeah. about and say were really good. It's yeah. Like, Return to Monkey Island. I, I, and I played a little bit. Of it. I didn't think it was anything amazing. And then it was just like more monkey island, you know, nothing. And then, then the last surprise I want to mention is in the PlayStation Game of the Year nominees, God of War Ragnarok wasn't even in there. I mean, yeah. Horizon Forbidden West was in there, obviously. <laughs> yeah. The Last of Us Part One. You know, <laughs> it's, the it's the best game. 
Yeah, yeah, it's best, but no. it's not. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You got to talk about the winner? The yeah, winner Stray. Was, Stray was the winner, but yeah, I mean, I like, that what? should have been like indie. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, Stray, well, Stray's PC and PlayStation, so it's like, it's kind yeah. of a weird, it's kind of a weird one. It's like, God of War wasn't even there. God of War was only Ultimate Game of the Year. It's like, so you can't even put it there. And this, this whole thing... Yeah. This whole think... list, mo- most of this list was just how can we, how can we just keep FromSoft happy? Because they nominated Elden Ring for so many things and gave it to him best multiplayer. I'm sorry, Elden Ring. I don't yeah, care if you lo- love that game or not. That multiplayer system, so many people admit, yeah, it's not that good. The way they've done it and the problems, especially on launch with that game and for the first couple of weeks. No. I'm yeah. sorry that there are so many uh, better multiplayer games that had multiplayer that worked. Yeah, it's the best, brother. It's just the best. Uh, obvious, obvious <laughs> winner here. I thought uh, obvious, uh, which I don't know if this should have even been a category or not. But best gaming hardware went to the Steam Deck. Yeah, I I, th- I think that was a, a no brainer. You know, for, for the I mean, like, game. what are even the choices, right? Like, what are we talking about? Play date. What is? Oh, the these date? are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know yeah. the play date. The analog. Grid podcast. Legends. No man's. That was yeah, a little I, wind I, up. Yeah. And a well, freaking NVMe SSD drive for PS5. You're an idiot if you put that on your like lists, even yeah, list yeah, of yeah. nominations. Analog <laughs> pocket. Yeah. 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 The well, analog, analog pocket. pocket really cool. That's the. Yeah. That's the Game Boy. Cl- uh, yeah. Not clone, but uh. It's it's the it continuing the analog style of just having the console play the original cartridges, right. yeah, and all yeah. that. Burly Nintendo Game of the Year, Pokemon Legends Arceus. You were surprised at that a little bit, weren't you? You were thinking yeah, Kirby like, would Kirby should have won it. Yeah, well, it's this, like I said <laughs> on the morning show. It's like the Ratchet and yeah. Clank uh, thing. That yeah. the, that those series are never going to get the praise they should. And like especially this Kirby game. They did so much. Like they actually did full 3D. They yeah. you had the upgrading of the powers, really doing stuff with the powers and just mm-hmm. all the side content, all the amount of levels and different stuff you could do. Like they yeah. they really went out of their way for this Kirby game. But no, it just mm-hmm. got it got it got shafted. Arceus I liked a lot, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Arceus has its problems. Yeah. Carl, uh, Xbox Game of the Year went to Grounded. Your thoughts on that one? Yeah, that's a good choice. I mean, yeah. you know, you don't have a lot to choose from. Halo Infinite's on there, but like, it's so long ago now. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Scorn, As Dust Falls, and then, I don't really, Sniper Elite and Dying Light 2, I don't know why those are on there. Yeah, those are it multi-platform. Di- yeah, so. yeah <laughs> Dying Light you know. 2 just throw, throws me off. It's in the Xbox category for Game of the Year. Uh Okay, if it if it is game of the year category worthy or not for for one console and it's multi platform, should it not be on the PlayStation list as well? Or is yeah, this... I mean it's you know I, they're trying to I get what they're doing with a lot of these like they're trying to pick things that that are like more related to one console for some reason. I don't know why Dying Light two though Sniper Elite five you understand because that launched into Game Pass. Yeah. Um, Dying like two, I don't know why, but I get I get Xbox didn't have a lot to choose from, so I I understand. And, you know, Pentiment's not on there, but then because these this awards they, they started taking votes pretty early, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's also why God of War Ragnarok isn't in a lot of these because they did it fairly early. They right. did their show, the actual like showcase thing on the 22nd. Like right. They had a, a presentation on YouTube, like yeah. a live presentation. So like I get like it makes sense. They had to do it early. No one's ripping them as much because it's not as big a deal as the, the game awards. But you know, clearly yeah. everyone has they have to do a similar thing. They have to make a that's a vote early and they have to have a cutoff at a certain date so they can right. make a show at a specific right. time. So but it's one of the oldest game awards shows. It's like 40 years old now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh most wanted game. Uh the winner was The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I don't know. I mean for Nintendo Switch players Probably that is the most anticipated, most wanted game. But for me personally, Starfield is number one. Uh, number two yeah. of this list uh, would be Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, because I love the first game and I'm really interested to see where the story moves uh, uh, when that uh, game comes out. How about for you guys, uh, Carl? Most wanted game? Yes, yeah, Starfield would be for me. And then yeah. you know, like Hogwarts Legacy is up there. Jedi Survivor, those are games I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Burley? Uh, for me, yeah, Jedi Survivor is one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I can go f- Hogwarts Legacy as well. Final Fantasy 16 for me. I'm really looking forward to this one. Cool. See, cool. especially what they did after 15 came out. See mm-hmm. where they're going to take the series here and go with it. Cool. They're going to take it into more action. Action, action, yeah. action. <laughs> Hack and slash. Big, 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 uh, like, like fighting game, uh, fighting um, summons. Yeah. Well, I, I heard if you yeah. do the, uh, <laughs> the, the the controller inputs for a Hadouken, your character will go, Hadouken! <laughs> yeah, it might as well, right? Yeah. And the bomb it does is, like, you know, breath weapon blast if you do a, the, the right motion, you know? Actually, that's got to be a, ha- a half circle. Wouldn't be course if it's too too big for that. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's get to our let's get to our discussion, uh, our weekly discussion from uh, a particular uh, gaming article that comes out each week. Uh, this is from Forbes. I'll put the link below for all of you. Uh, this is from Paul Tassi over at Forbes, and he talks about why Sony's never going to take any Call of Duty deal. Uh, and I kind of agree with him in a sense because. He, he says in this article, basically, that if if Sony were to take any kind of deal, that they, they would lose face because obviously with all of the accusations they're making about, uh, you know, them becoming more like Nintendo. And we're going to talk about that here in a second, as well as, you know, the Xbox is going to raise their prices and everything and that they're going to they're going to put everything on Game Pass and, you know, the game is is so important to us that we're going to you know lose revenue and everything else so to actually take a deal that would be for microsoft that would be like hey you know it's like we've you know <laughs> they they accepted the deal so there there you go so everything should be able to move through through the ftc and all the regulations and all that stuff regulators so yeah so what are your guys' thoughts on this uh, what do you think uh, burley i'll start with you on this one yeah what do you think this is a story that just I I I, I so want to go away because I this uh, because I'm tired of it. But like, yeah, Sony, Sony, they're never gonna take it. 
I, I, like I get it. They're losing face, but they're already losing face by how they've acted with all this. Yeah. Who is really on their side of like, yeah, this is the way you got to act. Act like a crying little bitch. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm like, I, it's just like you, you are now like Call of Duty. Yes, is important. I get all that and understand that. And it makes them a lot of money. Yeah. You know, Mike, you know, they know deep in their hearts. Microsoft is never going to fully take it away from them because yeah. that would just be stupid on their end. Because mm -hmm. it's so much money they would lose on the PlayStation side mm -hmm. of revenue there, but like Sony, your your best your best thing to act is just for them to be like, yeah, we don't care, just do it, just to get because that that would at least show like, okay, we 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 know we've got stuff on our end, and we're not putting as importance on this and. We're not going to be like we're not going to cower to them and all that. We we're confident in our in us and and in our studios. And then Carl, the, the of course this week, uh, Sony is of course saying that their true stat strategy of Microsoft's is to make them more like Nintendo because then they will have the monopoly on all the first person shooters. Blah blah blah. Where I I just can't I can't agree with that because they still have Destiny. Yeah, you know, they just, and so just bought them. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, what what are your thoughts on on that part of it, as well as on the uh, the the Tassie article? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense this this statement here because. So wait, do you do you think they're trying to make you a company that can sell ten million copies of your first party game in a couple of days versus five million? <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Do they want you to be the company that sells the most consoles in the generation, or the current generation? Mm. Yeah. Okay, I don't know that why they would want you to do that either. Um, yeah. You know, I, I do. They want you to, you know, focus on uh, great first-party games. Yeah. I mean, they already do that, so I don't it's, really know what they mean. It's just it, it's so funny how Sony's trying to make this out to be like Call of Duty is the be all and end all of all games, and if they are if Call of Duty is taken away from them, they cannot survive. You know, it, it's just like well, Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft to say well, Nintendo doesn't have any first person shooter games like that. They survive. They do very well. You know, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, and, the, and the Sony, thing... they've got all their first party studios. They're doing quite well with those. God of yeah. War Ragnarok, which we're going to be talking about soon. It's doing quite well. So, yeah, I mean, the one thing is that they're they're only argument that I, I get. But like, is that a big deal to you? I don't know. They're trying to act like it is, is that like Xbox is even a place for shooters, <clears throat> which, you know, people have already used to look at it like that way anyway. And it wasn't until last generation when Sony got all the marketing mm -hmm. deals for Call of Duty that people were playing the game there. And there's other reasons, right? It's just because, you know, the, the Xbox One generation wasn't very good. Yeah. But so all the shooters now are going to be on Xbox, right? You know, but you're only going to be, well, you're not going to lose Call of Duty. That's not going away. They've said that before. As much as they want to act like Microsoft, go, they're lying and they're going to take it away. <laughs> Nothing they're saying is true. Look what they did to that's next fields, week's that's right? next week's argument, Carl. Yeah, yeah. they're lying. Yeah, it's like that's, they're, no, they're already saying that. They're like, oh, yeah, they've they'll, they'll they'll just yeah, they'll does the games. They're make it tenfold. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but look what they did with Minecraft. It's like, 
and look what they're saying publicly countless times, time and time again. Do you really think that Phil Spencer is going to go out there multiple times and say, like, we're, we're going to keep it on PlayStation. We're going to keep it on PlayStation. Here's a three-year deal. Here's a 10-year deal. Yeah. All publicly. And then right. after you buy the company, it's like, oh, no, actually, it's gone tomorrow. Like, Yeah, they can't do that. Yeah, that's, yeah, no. They could do it. They would never do it because it would, they be, would, never it would it. look so bad for them. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, it also, so, not besides the bad PR move that would do, it's just like, well, that's a, whatever it is, $1 billion on Sony. Let's say it's $1 billion on revenue on Sony side. Oh, we just we just canceled $1 billion. We took a massive PR hit. So great on our $56 billion or whatever the number was investment. Right. Yeah, and it's then on, and I just want to say, and then on the, uh, on the image uh, of this other article here, from uh, Windows Central, you know, where Sony's claiming Microsoft is going to raise Xbox prices. Well, it's funny because, yeah, Sony recently raised the prices of the PS5, citing right. high inflation rates around the world, you know, and, you know, and, and they, of course, they, they were the first ones to raise the prices of games to $70. And where Xbox has come out and said, for this holiday season, especially, we don't want to raise the prices of the Series X or the Series. Uh, you know, maybe in the future we're going to have to raise prices, but for now we're going to keep them, you know, at the same price. So yeah, it's just... <laughs> yeah. Well, like yeah, I mean, so, it... so, so Sony raised them in every territory but the U.S. because they wanted to keep the U.S. market happy. Canada, right. we got raised them up. Japan yeah. got them up. Yeah. It's like, Sony, I, I don't know whether, are they just like, some of their decisions lately, are they just having run by guys that are just like, are they making these decisions after they do a line? line? <laughs> it's it's really tanked. Yeah. It has. I you mean, know, yeah. the, the exact opposite of what they're saying actually happened, right? Because in the market that's most competitive, with Xbox, which is the U.S. market, they didn't raise the price, and that's because it's they they, they realize that if they do that, it becomes a problem for their sales. Yep. So, if Microsoft were to just raise their price, they would realize that oh, this would be a problem. Like we're we're, we're competing, right? This competition is is what helps keep things. It helps make things better, right? Because you have to yeah. It's lower your price or you have to keep your prices down because there's a competitor who might you know, undercut you or you know offer something better and uh they're just deathly afraid of being number two behind xbox and yep. they're because they, yep. they act like they act like they're number one but like i guess switch is technically number one i i, I mean i guess not an overall gaming revenue i don't know but, um in the console market i mean like yeah switch sells more oh yeah the switch um, is number one and you never get deal real real big deals on Switch games. And you'll never have Switch coming out and and bragging about it either. Yeah. They're yeah. just hey, they're like hey, we're 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 for the we're for families and we're for kids and stuff. That's and we're yeah. we're fine with that. Well, their 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 new slogan should be we're Nintendo. You're going to buy it anyways, you know it, you sheep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sony's uh, arguments in this are very much yeah. like like uh, Ricky Bobby and like Talladega Nights, where it's oh, like God. if you ain't first, you're last. You know, oh, <laughs> just, looking, 
this is what they think is gonna happen. Like, uh, we can't, we can't be, can't be not first. Uh, it's over. We just have to give up. Just forget it. Stop making video how, games. Yeah. <laughs> how about, how about they put the energy that they're putting in all this battle here? How about you put it into premium and extra uh, on your service that you're so, like? If yeah. you put that energy in there, my God, this service actually could actually make me want to go back to it and be like, yeah. hmm, you get some good stuff here. Maybe Game Pass isn't the way. Maybe now, your service is the one I want. Before we move on, just one final question about this. There's been there's been talk that the FTC might make Microsoft give concessions to certain things about Call of Duty and and uh, the Activision Blizzard deal. Now, where do you think that's going to lead? Uh, could it be that Microsoft has to uh, bring about lawsuits to counter? I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, uh, that's. Something that they said is possible or likely, even uh, that they're that they're working on. Um, but the FTC has to have an argument, right, uh, against it to say that like we might want to stop the steal for this reason. So then we're going to ask you to concede something so that we're happy. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then if Microsoft says like, well, no, we don't agree to any of that, and then they just decide they're going to go to court. When, and then they're gonna have to fight this in, in courts. But um, I don't know that these concessions, like I think Microsoft is playing the hand of like, um, you know, these are the things that we're talking about, right? We're talking to talk a lot about Call of Duty. Yeah. And because that's the thing we don't care the most about, right? Like as far as putting it other places and keeping it on PlayStation, they're like, they don't really care. That's the thing. like. So when, when if if the FTC is like oh you have to put Call of Duty on PlayStation forever, which again seems <laughs> absurd of anybody to ask, um, yeah. Microsoft probably like okay fine whatever like we weren't really even yeah. that's not the thing we care that much about. There's so much more to this deal, but like you keep yeah. focusing on Call of Duty, that's totally fine. We don't care. like that word that word forever. It's like even Phil Spencer said you know when they were talking about the you know like a, a contract to, you know for Call of Duty to st- remain on PlayStation, they couldn't technically make a, a forever contract. So they they just said okay, ten years. Nobody nobody does that. It's stupid. Yeah, nobody does that. Yeah, an idiot <laughs> business decision to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I don't know. It just it it hasn't been a good week for Sony on on that front. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what they don't want to talk about is the Game Pass stuff because that's where they're yeah. they yeah. don't want to. I think they don't want it to be a case where they say you can't put this on Game Pass, right? Or you if you put it on Game Pass, you have to put it on PS Plus or something like that. Which yeah. again, I don't understand how you can force these things because if that was the case i'd be like all right fine yeah well well everyone who wants stuff on the service has to pay for it so okay sony you want a ps plus all right that's it's 300 million dollars but maybe whatever like you know whatever x amount of money that's that's like an absurd amount probably probably would even cost more if you think about what it should cost right because the amount of money they'll lose in sales yeah on that game Maybe they're like, yeah, it's a billion dollars if you want this game on <laughs> day one on PlayStation Plus. Sorry. Yeah, Which, yeah. Sound, like, you know, I guess maybe. They, yeah. And I don't know how you can say, like, oh, they have to, they have to well, do just, this. In- well, then just turn it around on Sony. Microsoft says, okay, if we have to give concessions to you, you have to give concessions to us. Start putting those games from Square Enix that you're making exclusive. 
put them on Xbox. Final Fantasy, put them on Xbox. All the Japanese games that you're making exclusive, put them on Xbox. It would be cool. I mean, they can't ask other companies to do things. That's the thing that sucks. And I don't know why PlayStation is so allowed to be in this conversation. It should be like, all right, PlayStation, you said your piece. Go away. Like, you're not yeah. actually involved in this. Like, thank but you for like, your input. <laughs> Move on. Like I said, man, Sony, they've, they've, you know, they've been uh, kind of, kind of like a politician making gaffes, you know, just uh, saying some stupid things that, uh, yeah, just uh, Microsoft is just sitting back, you know. But they want to kill the deal. Yeah. There, did, yeah. did you see any oh, yeah. of the stuff about the, the CMA uh, report that Microsoft and Sony put out? They put out like lengthy documents. Yes. And in the Sony one, you know, the end of it does actually say that like their position is we don't want this deal to happen at all. Yeah. So that's, that's where they're at right now. Like they don't, it doesn't matter what concessions they, they want nothing. They want nothing. They want Microsoft to not be able to do this at all. Yeah. Because they're just afraid of what, of what their position will be, not because they're not going to make money, because they're still going to make money. They're no, not going to. They probably won't make. I, I doubt they'll make less money, even if if you took away Call of Duty next year. Okay, yeah, uh, they would make less money for the year than they did. Yeah, the but in the long term, right? I mean, yeah, so. in the long term, it's not going to it's not going to change much. You know? And they're going to bring out a bunch of new IPs anyway. I mean, like the the you know, in the style of like a God of War Ragnarok or like the last of us or something like that. And it's going to make gazillions of dollars anyway. So yeah. And Microsoft can go out there and be like, look, they just sold 5 million copies of their game. That's exclusive to their console. Yeah. On in, within the first week, like, we can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) We got to compete, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? What, what does everyone think? We'd love to hear from everyone else and see in the comments right. when you're on Patreon or on YouTube, wherever you're watching this from. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Let us know in the comments. Uh, yeah. Which side are you on? Let us know in the comments. Yeah. Let us know how you feel about this, uh, this situation. So, well, speaking of first party games, Carl and Burley, yeah, God of War yeah. Ragnarok, it's doing pretty well. It's the fastest selling first party game in PlayStation history. (laughs) (laughs) So this is from the IGN article. So, yeah. So 5.1 million copies uh, of God of War Ragnarok were sold during its debut week. So, so yeah, the figure uh, presumably includes both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 copies, as well as physical and digital sales. Mm -hmm. But several games uh, spread across two platforms have come and gone before it without hitting such a record. So I'll start with you, Burley. What do you think of this? 5.1 million in a week. How? Yeah, no, the, 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 this game has had a lot of hype behind it. Like 2018 really reinvigorated the franchise and people really enjoyed it. So it's not surprising that this is one of the, this is the fastest seller for them. Yeah. And, because now this game came out, I think, at the perfect time. Because you didn't have as much competition as in what came out new. Because, like, the day before it, you had Sonic Frontiers. So mm-hmm. that was its only real competition. So, yeah. and nothing against Sonic Forces uh, or Frontiers. I, I, I love the game. 
But this was the game everyone was waiting for. And if you had a PS5, this is, was one of the games you were really looking forward to. I know a few people that have actually played this on the PS4 and are, are happy with it. Yeah. Uh, just one other uh, bit of uh, information from the article. It says, uh, in comparison, God of War 2018 passed 23 million copies sold on PlayStation 4 and PC as of November of this year. Uh, nice. Back in October, back in October of 2021, it was reported that the game sold 19.5 million copies, but its launch on PC pushed it to a new audience. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So Carl, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think we all expected it was going to sell really well. I'm not sure I thought it was going to be the fastest selling in PlayStation history, but uh, yeah. you know, the 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 option, the the possibility was obviously there. I mean, you know, yeah. it's not surprising that it did this. Yeah. What was the previous one? Was it, I think it was Last of Us Part Two, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's like four point something million. Yeah. It was uh, Last of Us Two and it was 4.3 million, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, so moving on, yeah. go ahead and move on here. So, <laughs> next up. <laughs> Not much to say, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sold a lot just, of games. Hey, yeah, it sold a lot of a lot of games and made a lot of money. So there you I, go. I can't I can't wait you know. to finally play it now that I got my copy. Yeah, so <laughs> PlayStation, you you know, you don't have anything to to complain about when it comes to your first party titles making money. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, yeah, the competition. Yeah. I mean, like they didn't have an Elden Ring, right? To to eat their yeah. lunch this time. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah, interesting. It is interesting. They have never told you sales figures for Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Oh, that 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 game. Unfortunately, I lo I love that game. Yeah, it yeah. was such a great game. So my but best it came, of the year. It, yeah. It, it 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 came out at the wrong time because yeah. it came out. What was it? A week before Elden Ring, and then just Elden squashed it. Well, it, it, I mean, Burley. I mean, it it doesn't matter what time of the year when it came out. If Elden Ring comes out, it's yeah, Elden Ring's gonna. I think I think if it would have came a couple of weeks earlier, it would have had a better chance. But it it is what it is. Yeah, I still recommend yeah. if you liked Zero Dawn, pick up Forbidden West. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. Pick up. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, it's an amazing game. Yeah, especially especially if you have a PS5, pick yes. up Forbidden West. Yep. Yeah, it's an amazing game. Loved it. It was one of my best of the year. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I'm looking forward to Carl playing it at some point and uh, getting his thoughts on it. So, yeah. By 2024, time. Carl should have tried it by then. <laughs> What's it 2024? Well, okay. Come on, I man. Bought, I bought a PS4 yeah. in like uh, Black Friday 2017. That was, oh, what? Wow. That, was, that was four years after the system launched. So, so this was, that out... the, was that the original uh, PlayStation 4? Was that the Pro model? No, it was the Slim. The, oh, I was going to say, no one, Carl, it's going to be the Slim. Yeah, it was a slim. I'm not sure the throw was out. I guess it was by then. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was so. What what would this come out? These consoles came out in 2020, so I guess 2024 will be when I should buy. <laughs> no. See, I'm telling you, just, I'm just get slim. it on PS4 then and play it, man. Yeah. Now get me a damn slim PS5, man. Give me what I want. Let me. It ain't let coming me, next let me give year. You my money. We'll okay. save that for our episode <laughs> on twenty twenty three. We'll get you a slim PS five. Yeah. Then you gotta you gotta get the you gotta get a few first party yeah, special it's... ones. Ghost of Shishima director's cut. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last okay. of Us two remake edition. Oh, 
I'm going to do it. I know I know that's coming, and it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, guys, but a game that is coming, and it's probably not going to sell as, as big as God of War Ragnarok, but uh, I'm really excited for this game. We're going to be talking about it in the topic of the show also. Uh, and it's, I'll just say it now, it's my pick of the week for new game releases, and we're going to talk about that later, too. But Wait, yeah, Callis- Callisto Protocol. Season Pass includes new death animations. <laughs> so, oh, of no. course, this is from the Game Rant article that is from, but I just want to mention right now, and I'm not going to mention the sources that were doing this, but there's a lot of damn clickbait out there that's saying that you're going to have to pay for these new death animations in the season pass. And that's not true because the, the, the producer and the, the director of the game came out and said that all of these new animations are going to be made later and be implemented and put into the season pass as they're created. And they're going to, they're not, you're not going to have to pay anything extra for these. And there's a bunch of articles that are out there floating around, and I'm not going to say where they're from, but, you know, this shit's got to stop, man. I mean, they're saying that you're going to have to pay for this stuff, and you're not. You know, it's just a bunch of clickbait. So be careful what you read out there. So this is just the the general information from Game Rant. But, um, yeah. Just want to let you know there's, I mean, and that's not just for this story. There's a lot of gaming articles out there these days that you got to really be careful what you read out there. Um, but uh, from the director himself, it came from his mouth uh, that, no, you're not going to have to pay any extra money for these uh, these death animations. And they're going to be created at a later point and then implemented and put into the season pass. So. Anyway, what do you guys think of this? Uh, I think it's really cool. I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this this game. I'm looking forward to the death animations. I mean, we've seen a lot of them in the the trailers, like the you know for E3 and everything else. I mean, uh, <laughs> and of course this face here in the image, oh, so beautiful. <laughs> and it's again, I can't wait, man. This is like Dead Space, Dead Space Reborn. Um, yeah, I'm just excited for this, and uh, yeah more and more death animations you know that's that's always a cool thing your guys thoughts burley i'll start with you what do you think yeah um first thing i got a bad cough kotaku (coughs) sorry (laughs) yeah man bad cough i've had lately (laughs) okay Uh, that's on burley but yeah i mean yeah that's one of them but anyway go ahead yeah no like yeah this it's like hey they're not just dropping this game they're adding more content to it time will tell whether this content is worth it not i i like that they're just saying they're giving it up front with the season pass some games as of late have said we are doing a season pass okay what do you get you're getting a season pass so you know they're telling you there's new story missions and stuff like that they're letting you know, hey, we're going to have new enemies, and with each enemy, you're getting a new death animation. Yeah. They're being upfront and all honest with it, and they said, yeah, yeah, like we haven't even started any of this. Yeah. It's like, hey, they're being upfront with it. They're being honest. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Carl, your thoughts? Uh, clickbait is everywhere, right? And especially in the gaming yeah. industry. Like, yeah. There's so many gaming websites out there that just like, that's their bread and butter is clickbait 
it's it's just very massively annoying. It's, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. That there are there are some sites out there that like that's pretty much how they exist. Yeah. Um, Kotaku isn't always that one, but they've become very much that over the last couple of years now. They've they just oh, yeah. gotten worse and worse. Uh, there's other people. They used to be even, good. Yeah, the other no. people are even worse because like Kotaku does it a lot, but they Kotaku still eventually has normal stuff, <laughs> normal articles. But there are other sites. I'm like, this is all you do. Like, you're yeah, like, it's basically pick and choose. You you need to you know be very careful what you know what you select from their site. So. Well, there, there, it's like a lot of sites. You got to check who the author that's posting. Yeah, just trust yeah, certain like, author. When you read something, always just look at what their source is. Look at the right. look at what they're quoting, right. yeah. and analyze that for yourself. Right. Um, this is yeah. This seems like just a misunderstanding, right? Like people, whatever reason, so all oh, those new death animations are are behind a paywall like yeah they are because they're attached yeah. to this other thing that 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 it just doesn't exist without right which is additional <laughs> content right yeah, so, yeah or it could have been or it could have been the writer going to his you know editor and then the editor sees death animations and then he sees season pass okay run with that okay they're gonna make people yeah. pay for it boom yeah you know. oh this will get us clicks yeah, exactly. Clicks. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. We don't. We don't have to. We don't have to have integrity. Fuck that. We can just make up shit. There you go. That's exactly what they sound like. Were yeah. you in the room? Like, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Burley was the well, fly well, on the wall, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I, I wasn't. I wasn't in the room per se. I may or may not have hacked uh, certain webcams. I can't confirm nor deny. Mm. So, I, knew that, that, I knew that part was coming. Yeah. I can't <laughs> confirm nor deny. You know, you yeah. know yeah. me yeah, so yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's cool that it is cool. You think about, I guess, I don't know, traditionally if this happens or not, right. In these type of games, mm -hmm. single player games that have story DLC, a lot of times they are reusing assets. All right. And then they'll make, We'll add a few things and new things here and there, but like animations, like I, I imagine, you know, Spider-Man, uh, you know, PS4, right? The DLC mm -hmm. for that, mm -hmm. probably reusing pretty much all the animations. They're probably not making a lot of new stuff for that. Right? Those, those DLCs weren't robust, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I believe they did a few new things, like in terms With of the new character, right? Yeah, yeah but a lot, a lot, a lot of it was reused. I'm not, I'm not gonna right. lie. Yeah, which is typical. So, like, okay, if you're making like special uh, animation, new death animations that are that are elaborate as they are in the original, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time for our topic of the show, and we're going to jump into, of course, the d big December releases. Yeah, here's another image here of and Karen Fukuhara. Yes, the actress. Of course, she's in the Boys, and she's actually. Uh, has a, a supporting role in the Callisto Protocol, which I'm really excited to play. So yeah, big game releases for December. She's gonna die in the first hour. No, no, no can, she's can not. Carl, come on, <laughs> don't say that. Oh, the, 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 no, they're gonna save that for one of the new death animations, right? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Carl, who knows? She right. she can't die. She's Kimiko. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Just need that compound V. Yeah, Kimiko. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'll go ahead and uh, show some of the images for some of the games, and then uh, Burley and Carl, you can go ahead and uh, you know uh, comment on them if you want. Uh, some of the big games that are coming out 
December 1st, uh, we have Inscription. So, uh, Burley, do you have anything you want to say about Inscription? Um, December do, 1st. I, yeah. December 1st. I do mm-hmm. like the art style from what mm-hmm. I've seen on this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not this is a game I'll get to in the next, let, let's be honest, two to three months, because I've got a lot of stuff on my plate right now. Yeah. But this is something a game I will keep my eye on. Cool. What is this coming to? This is because this game already came out on PC, right? Yeah. So it's coming what? out on the Steam Deck. That's all you need. Oh, to it's know. Switch. All right. It's, <laughs> yeah, and Switch. Yeah. Yeah. It's already on. It's already on PlayStation, and it's mm-hmm. coming to Switch, and it's not coming to Xbox for some reason because whatever fuck xbox right because because playstation made concessions right it made microsoft make concessions and told them that <laughs> it can't be on it can't be on their console yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding you cannot put it on that yeah so if you... but carl do you have any comments on inscription or anything yeah. uh it's not on xbox i don't care Okay. No, it looks like a. If you can't tell by his shirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? No, no, it's a, it's it's a highly, it was a highly respected game that, and I heard good things about it. It's a a weird, bizarre, you know, thing going on in this game. It looks interesting. Um, Yeah, you know, probably yeah. Switch, sure, sounds good. Yeah, and there's a lot of games out there that have already been out for a while that are coming to other platforms in December. But I, yeah, so Inscription is one of them. Yeah, I, I didn't put it on the list, but I think it's what is it? Uh, Resident Evil, I think, is also coming to the Switch. I think it is Resident Evil Eight. I think it is Village or something. Yeah, via like cloud streaming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, next great. up, next up. Obviously, we talked about this already. Callisto Protocol coming out on the second. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna play it on PlayStation because I have so much stuff downloaded on my Series X. I'm still playing a Plague Tale Requiem, so. I really got to get back to that. Um, and uh, some uh, some other games. What was it? Evil West that came out. I've heard some really good things about Evil West. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to get to that as well. So uh, uh, Callisto Protocol, I'm probably going to get on PS5 and play it on that. But uh, yeah, so that's coming out on the second. And then uh, the next game is actually coming out on the same day. Midnight Suns. Yeah. So uh, what do you guys think of Midnight Suns? Is this something that uh, you could possibly be uh, putting on your docket? If, if, if I want to play a Marvel card game, I'll just play Snap. Snap on the phone is actually fun, and I'm not spending money. <laughs> I haven't played that much, but like, I am not yeah. going to spend, no offense, $90 for a card game. <laughs> like, I like card games. Yeah. But I am not spending like any time like when I do buy one of the Yu-Gi-Oh games when they come out they're like twenty thirty dollars. Come on, Burley, here. confess, confess. You're you're a uh, you're a master at Gwent. Correct. Now, okay, I I've actually say... played Gwent <laughs> once in Witcher Three. Yeah. Yes, I am the master of Gwent. <laughs> I have to say though, this yeah. isn't actually a card game. Okay, it's not a card game. It has cards in it. It it's it is. An XCOM-like game, but your abilities are are acted with cards, right? Like randomized at the beginning. I think it's randomized at the beginning via. I'm assuming it's a deck sort of building as well. I don't know 100%. I know it's not like a typical turn-based strategy type game where you just 
level up abilities and you have you can use whatever abilities you always have uh, on your on your character that you've you know, you've kitted out a specific way which would i would prefer i don't know why they went this card route um they've they've tried really hard to promote this game uh i feel like it's going to be a disaster in sales i don't think it's going to sell well because uh, no. i just don't think people like i mean like turn-based strategy games aren't that popular right um i love the genre i would want to, i would have been a day one person on this game but then they put the card thing in. i was like ah, i'm not really into the the whole yeah. card thing at all so it's it, to me it's like i'm gonna wait and see and maybe maybe if it get, gets great reviews and I, I like what they say about it and i'll get it at on sale you know yeah Okay, next up, uh, a game that's exclusive to the Switch, and it comes out on December 9th. And I also have a, uh, on the Arena Productions YouTube channel here, I also have a uh, shorts video that I made from my local Japanese electronics store, The Mural. There's a big mural for this game that's up in the uh, gaming section now. It's really cool. So, yeah, Dragon Quest Treasures, uh, so coming out on December 9th, and it's... Uh, focusing on two different characters dragon quest you know uh gaming sphere uh their names are eric and mia so uh yeah um kind of excited for this and for all of you uh switch owners that you know are into the dragon quest series so uh yeah another cool rpg coming out december 9th what do you guys think burley i'll start with you on this uh yeah. This was actually a game I have pre-order. I did have pre-order on Amazon, but after Amazon's problems, I canceled the pre-order there and pre-ordered digitally. This is something I really am looking forward to. Like uh, the one character that's shown here on the left, the boy is name. Yeah. His name's Eric. Eric. You yes. Play Dragon Quest Eleven. You know who he is because you meet yeah. him very early on in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's nice to see. I I love that character in Eleven. So it's like. All right, yeah. another game with him. Yeah, and Sold. this is his sister Mia. Yes. Yep. So yeah, and you do get a little bit of Mia in in eleven, mm -hmm. especially if you do certain side stories and stuff. You get more. Right. So it's right. like, hey, I, I will take I will take a game with them. It's like, where 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 do I give you my money? <laughs> <laughs> Carl, your thoughts? Dragon Quest Treasures. I, I'm I'm looking at a trailer right now because I, I have no idea what this game is. <laughs> okay, I, I I know he's I he's know researching on the fly, right? Like I don't I don't know what kind of game this is. This is not like a regular Dragon Quest game. It it is it is and isn't, but it, oh, no, it's an action game. I forget. Yeah, yeah. You, but you're recruiting <laughs> monster. You're recruiting monsters and stuff, which is something yeah. like in some of the Dragon Quest games you do, and some you don't. Eleven, eleven, you don't really recruit monsters. You can knock certain ones and to have them as mounts right. so that way when you're re-going through the overworld you can just run through stuff yeah they're not mons okay you call them mons you're recruiting mons okay so yes, carl so no so <laughs> you can you can save your thoughts for a, a later time a later episode maybe so let's go ahead and move on it's pokemon uh, and then, pokemon yeah, ripoff and then next up, of course, uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion comes out on December, uh, I think it's the 13th, 13th or the 15th. I, I, I think it's the 13th, but uh, yeah. So uh, what do you guys think? Yeah. 
It's probably it's probably going to be big on PlayStation, obviously. But Burley, what do you think? Well, this game this game's going to do big. Yeah, but like, well, but my my thing is is I am so wishy washy on this. I mm-hmm. I like Crisis Core back in the day, mm-hmm. but it's like, is this something because this still this is in full price, but this is still sixty four ninety nine before the tax, and it's like, yeah. it's like. Do I want to drop this much money for this for this game? Because I've already played this game through this game years ago. It's like, and yeah, it looks like they they rest up some stuff, and it's like it looks nice. But is it enough? There are there are stuff I really like about Crisis Core, and then there are stuff I really hate. The whole randomness of the slot trigger for you to level up. Oh, that sounds like, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you've not you've not played it. No. Well, yeah. okay, I played it briefly. Like I had a, you know, I had a I had a custom firmware on my PSP, and and uh, I may have downloaded some things, and then I tried briefly. And, <laughs> and, uh, didn't maybe I didn't put a lot of time in them. Because it's, I didn't <laughs> think it was interesting. Dude, the statute of limitations are probably up already. It's okay. I you know. can go ahead and admit it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now they still one of those think games. they're in California. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. I tried it. I didn't really like it. So I didn't. I played very little of it. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm curious. Will this be successful or not? Because it, you know, Final Fantasy VII remake was a big deal. But is this? Do people? Will people look at this spinoff as like, yeah, like I, I love that game. I'm going to get this. Or they're like, yeah, like I'm just waiting for the sequel, which is next year. Well, you're, really you're, you're still you're you're gonna get a vast majority that'll be like I'd rather just wait for uh, was it Rebirth is the second uh, second game I think they yeah. called yeah. The, the, so that you're gonna have a good chunk that are just gonna be like no I'll wait for Rebirth you're gonna get a few that are gonna be like okay I'll I'll check this out and then like I know the diehards that are like oh, I wanted Crisis Core back and it's like I like Crisis Core and I like the story of Zach and the story they do with this but it's just like. I have problems with the level up system, and it's like I will probably just pick this up. Hey, it's on a PlayStation sale for twenty bucks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It is weird because okay, in Final Fantasy VII Remake, Zach's not really in it, right? Until like the, the last thing in the end, right? Uh, well, in, in Remake, they they do have him. Like, I I think they have a two second scene of him. I think in midway through the game, but like you can blink and you miss it, kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, then I'll... at the end, end, they show him, but it has no like, no one knows what it means because remake is doing its own thing with the story right. and changing yeah. stuff. Hmm. It's kind of a weird thing because even Final Fantasy Seven, like they don't the original, they don't tell you that much about Zach, and then they made this prequel like spinoff. And if you're really into the franchise, they're like, oh, okay, I remember that character. I get it. Okay. Because if you just played Remake, you're like, wait, the guy that shows up like at the end we know nothing about, like, why does he have his own game? <laughs> it's weird. All right. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about uh, Burley and Carl. I think you had maybe a couple other games that you wanted to give kind of like an honorable mention for December. Some other games that are coming out that you wanted to kind of highlight. So this is oh, just one. It. That's, it's not an honorable mention. You just missed it for some reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
whatever, whatever, whatever. It's high on life on December 13th. Hello, PC and Xbox. Mm-hmm. So that's the the Rick and Morty, uh, you know, writers, creator, uh, shooter game. Never heard of that garbage. So, yeah, that's why. Oh, you never heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's launching as a game pass. Come on. Okay, so then I'll 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 give it a try. Yeah. yeah. This is one of those games that was uh from that came from um Stadia, right? Stadia was gonna get this and then they died. Okay. It had to go somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> now dude, people have been talking about this game. I see a lot of people interested in it. I mean I like it's a shooter, I'm not particularly out of my you know, going out of my way to play it, but mm-hmm. uh it's a significant release that's for this December. Okay. Burley, anything? Anything else? The only thing I can really see that I saw is it's not even really a release. Um, is just the Fall Guy season two, the new season starts okay. midway through. So that I'm that I'm looking forward to because I as well as a while. as well as Overwatch. Overwatch two is uh, uh, season two is coming in December as well. So yeah, and Overwatch is more... Overwatch two is is doing well. So. Okay. Alrighty. All right. So those were uh, the big December 2022 game releases in our topic of the show. So, yeah. Good old December. December right around the corner, guys. Yeah. yeah. I'll be busy with all the games I still haven't played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think <laughs> uh, so will all of us. Yeah. All so right. Most of us I got 50 more, 50, 50 more hours of Persona 5 to do, you know. <laughs> Good luck with that, man. Uh, Frig, I, I got got a worn out to start. I'm still finishing Pokemon, and yeah. then I got Callisto Protocol, and then yep. I thought, hey, why not try, uh, why not retry Witcher Three with the next gen upgrade in December? Yeah, well, that's coming in December as well. Yep, so, I'd love to have time yeah. for that. Yeah, I gotta show because I because I'm a Gwent master, so I gotta make a video. There you go, man. Yep. You, you, expat and carl how to actually play gwent how yeah. to play it there you go i yeah. need some tips yeah yeah so yeah for me Tip, I use mean, the best yeah. cards in the game yeah oh okay <laughs> got it so. it's like pokemon just use the best pokemon that's it that's all you need to know exactly yeah yeah, yeah so yeah for me i mean uh, finish up god of war ragnarok then get back to plague tale requiem and uh yeah and callisto protocol i'm starting next friday so yeah yeah, which leads us to, of course, our picks of the week, of course, for the week of December 21st through the 27th, or not December, I'm sorry, November. I'm sorry, yeah, so November, actually, no, November 28th through, I think, December, was it, December 3rd, I think it is? Yes. Our picks of the week, so, yeah, so I'll go ahead and start, of course. Again, I, I feel like I'm just beating a dead horse here over and over again but uh yeah i mean uh my pick of the week of course is callisto protocol so go ahead and show that so and i will read this this is from of course releases.com and the link is below for you all so set on jupiter's moon callisto in the year 2320 the callisto protocol is a next generation take on survival horror the game challenges players to escape the maximum security black iron prison and uncover its terrifying secrets. A blend of horror, action, and immersive storytelling, the game aims to set a new bar for horror in interactive entertainment. 
So for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and the Series X and S, comes out on Friday, December 2nd. So, yeah, excited for that. Yeah, it's good stuff. There, there's get some scenes of uh, good old Karen Fukuhara there, of course, is one of the supporting characters. And no, Carl, she is not going to die in the first <laughs> hour of the game. No, I, I hope she doesn't. I, yeah, I hope so. I hope not. I hope not either. Yeah, but <laughs> then, then again, you never know. But uh, yeah, I mean, this game, man. I mean, this is like, like I said, uh, Dead Space 2.0. I mean, uh, really excited for the jump scares, and really excited to 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 look at these like uh, mutated monsters and uh, you know and uh, see all the death animations you know because you know probably I'm gonna die a million times over um, just yeah looking mm-hmm. forward to this and and the the suit I'm interested to see how you can upgrade these suits kind of like uh, like in Dead Space how you upgraded the suits and all uh, and uh, and what kind of weapons you have to uh, you know, to choose from and all and uh, the crafting, you know, like the tables, uh, what kind of crafting you can do in this game. So, yeah, looking forward to it, man. So it looks good. I'll, I'll be watching the reviews on that one. I might I would I, that's something I'd probably pick up you know, later for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's something I asked for a birthday gift. So I, I, I will definitely play it. I just can't wait to see how Vaunt covers this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm burly man i'm surprised you're not streaming this like day one yeah wow the the, the thing is i didn't because and i'm glad i kind of worked this way mm-hmm. so with god of war and everything coming when by the time i got it it was like mm-hmm. i wasn't sure with certain things because i end up having to work quite a bit of overtime lately i wasn't mm-hmm. sure if i'd have enough to just put and buy this game day one because mm-hmm. it's a hundred dollar game here it's like yeah eh. And then my birthday is a couple days after this game. So mm. it was like, you know what? Just have my parents buy me this because they've been bugging me. What do we get you? What do we get you? Here you go. I see. Okay. So up next, uh, Carl, you're up next. What do you have for us? I got, I chose Front Mission First Remake. Mm-hmm. This, this, for some reason, this is a long write-up on this game. So in the, year, <laughs> in the year 2090, the world's conflicts are fought using giant war machines called Wanzers. Huffman Island, the only place where the Oceania Cooperative Union and the unified continental states share a land border, is a hotbed of conflict. An OCU reconnaissance platoon led by Captain Royd Clive is assigned to investigate a UCS munitions plant. They are ambushed by UCS Wanzers, triggering a series of events that plunges the whole island into war. All right, I'm going to stop there. It is uh, is a classic tactical Japanese RPG. Hmm. And uh, it is a franchise that I, you know, I only, I only played the Front Mission 3 on PS1. Mm-hmm. I don't. I know Front Mission One never came to the U.S. until later. I was later. gonna say I don't think the first one came to us, and I don't know if even the second did. Um, these yeah. are like Super Nintendo games. Um, it was always one of those games where I I was interested in this genre. So like later in life, I, I found out you know not not when this originally came out that it's like oh there's this game that I've never heard of. It was only in Japan, and I'd get a ROM, and it was like a translated ROM, and I was like oh this is cool. You play it for a little bit, but like I don't know. Sometimes you don't know, you know, you just like test it out and you move on. So it, this is a, this would be cool to actually see for the first time, like 
in a, in a nice, prettier, upda updated version. Oh. Yeah. All right, Burley, you're next. What do you have for us? Uh, my pick of the week is, is Sable. Sable is a coming-of-age tale of discovery through exploration across a striking rendered open-world desert. Go on a deeply personal journey across an alien planet as a young Sable exploring ancient monuments, ruined architecture, and ships fallen from the cosmos, all while learning the history of the, its inhabitants and discovering her place in the world. What is the history behind these broken monuments scattered about the land? How did the nomadic clans came, come here? And what made them stay? What is the great importance of, that Sable must come to understand as part of the, the right, this rite of passage? Only the inquisitive mind will come to understand the lessons held within the sandy confines of the planet's secrets. Lessons of life, family, and being part of something greater than oneself. Coming Tuesday, November 29th to... PS4, PS5, uh, Windows, Mac, Xbox One, Xbox Series. This game just looks so pretty. Yeah. yeah. And you can see there in the in the image on the top left corner there, Peggy 3. So that's the the European uh, ratings board. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, why, have I, why do I know this? I thought this game was out already. It's, it's we, been we, out. We, we've talked, yeah. Yeah, it's been out in early access and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just getting a PS5 release? That's weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's PS4 also, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's PS4 also, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. so it was already on Xbox, but not PlayStation? That's weird. It's rare. It's a rare one, you know? It doesn't happen a lot. There you go. You got your victory, Xbox. Take it. <laughs> just enjoy. Yeah. Good stuff. All righty. Yeah. So those are our picks of the week for uh, the week of November 28th through December 4th. So, uh, yeah, go and check those out on releases.com. Of course, uh, yeah, go and check out all those games. A lot of games coming in December. Um, yeah, usually December is a slow month in the video game industry when it comes to game releases. But this year, there's a lot of games coming out in December. Let's go and check them out. So. All right, so uh, it's time to talk about what we're going to be playing this coming week. Obviously, God of War Ragnarok is still on the plate, as well as uh, Callisto Protocol. I'm going to be starting that. Um, I'll probably probably put more time into Callisto Protocol because I love death animations. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, anyway, uh, Carl, are you going back to Persona 5? Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'll finish Pentiment. Yeah. Probably maybe hopefully maybe just one more session of that. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go back to Persona 5, and then that's gonna be 50 hours, I think, more. And then I'll then I'll go to uh, you know, Plague Tale or Requiem, which I really do want to, I want to have gotten to that already, but you know. Um, Persona 5, man, that game is massive. Yep. And I love it. So like, it's not like um, you know, it's a problem. Right, right. I'm excited right. to play it. It's an addictive game. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah, huh? yeah. Burley, how about you? Uh, well, uh, I've got Pokemon. I gotta finish. Keep going through that, mm -hmm. um, and then start up God of War. Finally. Yeah. Can't wait for that. So next week is gonna be half and half for those games, and then 
if I do, when I do have free time, maybe see if I can finish up uh, Xenoblade this week. Cool. Cool. So just some programming notes uh, here on the Arena Productions. Of course, uh, we're going to be recording our final episode of Andor. Of course, uh, our uh, review and discussion of episodes 11 and 12. We're going to be doing that uh, after we finish recording this episode. And of course, uh, if you look at the uh, the Arena Productions YouTube channel, the artwork has changed. Uh, some of the shows that we're going to be covering uh, coming up uh, in uh, January, of course, the Last of Us series. We're going to be covering that as well. And then, of course, Star Trek, uh, uh, Star Trek Picard is coming out as well. Uh, and The Mandalorian Season 3 will be coming. So, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff coming in early 2023 that we're going to be covering for all of you uh, here on the Arena Productions. And, of course, it will go up to our Patreon as well. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for all of that. And, of course, all of our uh, of our shorts videos on the Arena Productions that uh, we've been throwing up, Burley's, of course, uh, God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition unboxing. That's up. Please go and check that out. As well as uh, my uh, Dragon Quest Treasures uh, mural uh, shorts video is also up now. So please go and check those out. All right. So to end the show, our Indie Recording Artist Spotlight. So this week's spotlight, of course, uh, we're now in the Christmas season. Uh, Thanksgiving is now over. And I, we, I uh, myself and uh, Burley and Carl here at the Arena Productions, we hope all of you had a great uh, Thanksgiving for all of you out there in the United States. Uh, so now it's Christmas season. So uh, here at the Arena Productions and, uh, of course, the Arena Multiplatform Gaming News Podcast, we will be playing Christmas music. Uh, until the end of the year. So this week's spotlight is on The Delegates. Founded by British songwriter, arranger, composer, and multi-instrumentalist Sam Avery, The Delegates blend pop, soul, and funk with a retro sound. After releasing their debut album, Home From Home, in 2019 to critical acclaim, the band reached over 80,000 views on YouTube and conducted a sold-out tour across the UK. From their album titled Christmas is Here, and the song is called Christmas is Coming. So this has been The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, episode 113. I've been your host, Expat, along with my co-hosts, Burley of Burleyman Gaming and Turnbase Carl. We hope to catch you in the next one. So take care, everyone. Peace out. Christmas is coming, the snowflakes will be falling, it's the most wonderful time of year. So hang up your stockings, put the tinsel on the tree, because Christmas is coming, my dear. It's the only time of year the reindeer fly. You can't see them on the sleigh ride across the sky. Gather all your family round, or go out and paint the town. It's the only time of year the whole wide world turns upside down.
So baby, light a fire And we'll toast the night away Because Christmas is coming away Christmas is coming, Christmas 